Hello, welcome to episode 29 of the Niche to Profit Show here on the <laughs> Vegas Video Network. Hey, you know what? We're in Vegas. We got to have some Vegas sounds, right? Uh, so on today's show, we're going to talk about fine-tuning who your ideal customer is and how important that is to driving sales and growing your business. And our guest today knows about that as she has really taken her business up a notch by branding as Busy Bethy. And uh, she's developing the Busy with, with Style newsletter and doing all kinds of really cool stuff. And we're going to talk to her and find out how she did that in just a minute. I am your host, Danny Ackerman, better known as the Danny App. And on today's show, you're going to see some live listing reviews. You are going to see some hot sales of the week. And we're going to play another episode of Pick It or Pass It. Yeah, where you can win prizes. That's the fun part, right? And uh, you guys are really loving this, so we're going to keep it going. Basically, I show you items in their natural habitat, and you get to decide, did I pick it or did I pass it? So uh, we are live every Thursday at 3 p.m. on the VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Yeah, we have a live chat. So if you come here live, you actually get to interact and uh, talk with me on the show here. And now without further ado, let's talk to Beth Kelly of BusyBethy.com. Hey, Beth. Hey, hello. So, uh, you know, you, I pulled you onto the show because I get your newsletter now and you have done the most phenomenal job of building your brand in a very short time. And uh, so I, I wanted to bring you on so you could share with others about that process and how you've been able to do that. Um, but first, let's just start at the beginning. So how long have you been selling on eBay? It's been over 13 years now. Wow. Wow. Congratulations for sticking Thank it out. You. Yeah. So Hard you can believe. I can't believe it. You come from the good old days. Yes. Back <laughs> when you could just take pictures on the cards and put them in the hard drive of the computer. Oh, my God. You know, that is like a whole show. We have to do that one day about the good old days and how it was when you first started on eBay. Because it was crazy, right? Yes, it was. It was just different. It was totally different. So, so it was a good difference. So how did you get started? What made you come to eBay? Uh, well, uh, our last daughter was just born, and uh, my parents offered us this great opportunity to take all of us to Disney World, and we just had to get there. And I figured I could get a job at Walmart working midnight to six, and I didn't need to sleep, but I was going to get that Disney money because I was going to Disney. And uh, a friend of mine kept talking about selling her kids' clothes on this internet e e thing. I had no idea what it was. And so I had her over, and she showed me two listings. And the rest is history. I got my Disney money, and I've been on a few Disney trips since then. Isn't it amazing how motivating <laughs> Disneyland can be? Or Dis was it, it all, Disneyland? It was Disney World. Disney, Disney World. Okay. It all started with a mouse, so I can say that the same. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> All right. So when was it that you started to think about this niche that you're in now? Um, well, I started out with kids clothes because that's what I had um, because that's what the girls were the girls had. And so I just kind of as they grew, kind of 
what I was selling kind of grew with what they were wearing. And um, like when they got in that preteen stage, I couldn't find things at the mall for them. So I said, I'm going to go head back to thrift stores. And um, I just started finding so much stuff that we liked that we could never, ever wear. And so I started uh, shifting it and putting it on eBay and it started selling and it just has progressed from there. It's amazing. I was raised on thrift shop clothes. And a lot of people see that as a stigma of like, oh, you know, no, no. Let me tell you, I wore some of the best brands out there. You know, there's beautiful things. We just I I find too much. I have to stop. (laughs) Yeah, that is it's a job hazard, right? You have to go to the thrift store. Yes. Yes. So your your niche now has been developed into um Things for the busy working woman, right? Or busy yes. women. Tell, tell us about your niche. You tell me what your niche is. Um, well, I sell mostly skirts, blouses, tops, blazers, shoes. Um, I was, I tried to sell glass for about five minutes. And after breaking half of the items, I gave that up and went back to the unbreakable things as in the clothing. And I'm real familiar with that because that's what I look for at the thrift stores. And I like it. And it, it just, it's, I'm comfortable with it and it just works. It works for me. It, I have just have to notice my mom is over in the live chat and she says, Danny got all the Florence Eisenman originals as a toddler. I don't even know that brand mom. What is that? I guess I was well-dressed though. <laughs> uh, so you have, thank you. <laughs> As a toddler, I don't know. That's a little creepy. <laughs> so Scott tries. <laughs> okay, so I, I've i only known you for about a year. Uh, you are an appster in the, in the Danny App Academy. And you took the, the, I call it the Danny App Marketing System course. And you went through step by step. And you have really developed your brand this last year. So can you tell others out there the difference between just kind of selling things in a niche and actually developing a brand? Um, well, I uh, still sell the skirts and tops and blazers, but I uh, went ahead and got a logo and the header for the store. And as far as the brand, I've got uh, business cards now. I... Um, wrap everything up in tissue paper with my busy Buffy sticker and mail that I have red uh, poly mailers that I send those in. And um, as far as the brand, I would think that'd be more for the experience for the buyer and they're getting this item that someone took the time to care about to give to them because they wanted to make them feel good. Yeah. Because we, we know like shopping is, there's just shopping. There's just shopping and buying a skirt on eBay. And then there's shopping and actually that skirt comes and it's there's an emotion attached. Ooh, look at this really cool package because cool packaging makes us feel special. And they open it and, and they see it's from you. And then you do something that I would say that 90% of eBay sellers do not do is you stay in touch with them. Yes, I. Uh, when they pay me, I reply to them, you know, thank you for your payment and uh, we'll mail this out today or tomorrow whenever 
the window is whenever it fits. And then I offer them at that time an opportunity to join my newsletter and kind of tell you know, what they'll receive when they join the newsletter. Um, I send them a coupon and um, some kind of inspirational thing um, just to kind of have a connection with them. So let's let's talk about your newsletter a little bit, because I know this was one of your sticky points going into the whole branding and marketing yes. thing uh, and something we talked a lot about and developed is so uh, share with others, because I'm sure you are not alone in that the newsletter was a really hard thing to get into. That was probably one of I wouldn't say probably it was the most difficult thing that I did. I actually almost quit because I so uh, didn't want to do it. I did, couldn't think of what to say or who would ever even want to read what I said. Um, that would be interesting. And um, I just kept at it, kept asking you for advice. And finally, one day I just sent it out and I looked at it, worked on it. And it has, it has from the first one to the one I have now, it's remarkable the difference, improvements. I, I, your newsletter is one of my favorite to receive in my inbox. I just have to say it, it well, truly, it, it has, I mean, some of, because I feel a little bit like, yay, I helped her do this, but really the information, I am one of those busy women. I don't have time for a lot of gobbledygook and your newsletter, it, it gives me a cool quote and it gives me a recipe and it, and it, everything is very, very bite-sized and easy to read, which for your clientele is really important. And a point I want to make to people in, in something you have learned very well in developing your newsletter and talking to your customer is that it isn't just about the fashion. It isn't just about right. buying the clothes uh, it is that you have learned what else is important to the people that y you are serving out there and the problems that right. you're solving. Right. Just uh, trying to make a, like a relationship with them. Yes, we wear these clothes, but we also cook meals for our family. We also want to make memories for our family. Our house is also a mess. You know, we have all these other things and actually probably wearing clothes is probably just a smaller aspect of being busy. <laughs> Yeah, it is so true. That is why I just, I love how you have encompassed the whole branding experience and really learned who your ideal client is. Was that hard for you? Was it hard to narrow in on that niche? I would say, or yes, as to who I was talking to, but I asked the question or someone asked the question on the Abster group several months ago. And uh, their reply was, I don't remember who even answered question, it was, well, why don't you just make them up? And then once you have all those characteristics of that customer, start talking to that person that you made up. And once I thought about that, that's kind of clicked. And I decided, started picking out the characteristics and started writing to those characteristics. Yeah, that's a really tough thing to do because we're talking about First of all, we know we want to we want to sell to thousands of people, right? We don't want to just sell to one person. That's kind of the the stigma and the whole thing around niche. But it's like once you target in on that ideal, we call it the ideal customer, and once you target in on who that person is and you talk to them, there are 
thousands just like them, just like them. And you're sort of finding that out. Has your list been growing? Uh, yes, I probably get about, uh, I just started the list probably in June. So I've been probably been getting about three or four people a week, uh, some off Facebook, <laughs> some my relatives, um, <laughs> uh, and, and some customers. So it is, it is growing because I started out with zero. So I think I have got like 68 now. So that's awesome. You've done a lot of work. I mean, I've been watching. I've been I've been intimately involved in your your evolution of this whole thing and you really just got the website up and running a couple of weeks ago to where yes, you wanted it to be. And now I can go to your site and you've got a blog and you've got connection to your eBay store and I mean you've got all the elements here now to be what I call eBay proof. Because if eBay were to disappear tomorrow, you have a brand, you have a website, you have a way to still sell things and stay in connection with your customers, which I think is so important nowadays. Um, And I don't know. Hey, Scott, can you show my screen a minute and show this beautiful branding that that Beth has has come up with? Oh, he's been showing it. What do I know? so one of the things we learned in the marketing system was to come up with that tagline and you came up with busy with style, which I think is brilliant. And you did that all on your own. Uh, and you have just run with this with the, the black, the red, the white, it is just, it's classy and it's clean. And I just can't say enough good things about this. Um, and, um, You've got something going on here too, which is something we've recently talked about, with is getting people onto your list that haven't been customers yet. Because we did a lot of focus on, you know, taking those customers you've already sold to, and this is for everybody who sells on eBay, by the way, those customers, you've got an email address. If you are not inviting them in some way to stay in touch with you and and keep in front of them. You are missing. You are missing out. Uh, So you have here a little bit extra, and you just added this. So we don't know results from this yet. Have you had results? That was today. I just did it today. Okay, so you just did it today. So you haven't had any big results yet. But uh, she's doing an enter here for your chance to win a free Starbucks gift card. Who doesn't want a free Starbucks gift card? And Starbucks is all over the place right now. We don't even go there. Um, So uh, brilliant. Brilliant marketing. You have to entice. Yeah, you have to entice people onto your list. Um, So, but you also have 10 10 tips for organizing the messy closet. Can you tell us how you came up with that and why? Um, Why I, it was part of the the marketing class and we had to come up with our our, uh, freebie list. And I think you were just shooting out ideas and we were always kind of back and forth ideas in the group. And uh, for some reason that one stick stuck with me, I think, cause I have a messy closet. Um, and that's kind of all over. I kind of Googled a lot of different things and that one had a lot of ideas that seemed to work that I could talk about. I I wanted something I was comfortable with. Sure. That's why I picked that one. I mean that I, I, I just, yeah, I have a messy closet. <laughs> Who doesn't have a messy closet? Come on. If you're busy, you have a messy closet. Okay, there might be some freaks out there that don't. But, you know, as average woman, 
we have a messy closet. Yes. If we're busy, that's like low on the list. So I love that. I I mean, I personally resonate with that. Um, we had a question over here on the chat. See, that is the beauty of being in the live chat. You get to ask questions as we're going. As she says, uh, please talk about coupons. How did you incorporate the coupon into your into your shipments? Um, I I don't mail it out with my items. I put it in the newsletter, so it's going to people that are signed up on my list. If you go over to eBay Promotions, you can do. Um, it's, I had to call them, and they walked me through it the first time. It's an exclusive deal, and they will give you a code. And I go over to Canva and I create an image and put the image in my newsletter and make it a clickable image. It'll go right to um, it's connected somehow and it goes right to uh, showing up whatever the coupon is, $10 off or 20 percent off on on your site just for those customers that you have sent it to. So canva.com, I've talked about that site before, yes. a brilliant site for putting a little, in fact, um, in past shows, you've seen the pick it or pass it image mm -hmm. that was done in Canva um, because you can take an image and you can add text and you can do special little things to it. And then you take that image and then you linked it to the coupon, mm -hmm. right? Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. I just made it a clickable image in my emailing program. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So that's how you do it. I mean, and we're all really out there. We are coupon centric. I mean, that we're being taught in e-commerce to look for the deal, look for the in. Um, and I'm sure you are making that coupon work for you within your margins, right? I just, uh, I've only sent it out one time. I think I'm going to include it in each newsletter, you know, a different variation of it. Um, just for those people who take the time to sign up and open up and read down through it, just as my gift to them to encourage them to come back. So I've, I've only done it one time. So, yeah. And so, but I've got it going on for this Sunday. And the key to this is repeat customers become your community. They become your following and they are not looking at the price anymore. Granted, I mean, you can't go from, you know, $50 to $500, but if you stay in a certain price range that they came in on and you build this loyal following, people will come back over and over and over. I mean, and look at Starbucks. Starbucks is a good example of that. What do you guys pay for those mocha, choca, latte, venti, frappuccini, wapa, zuppa things? I I mean, <laughs> I mean, because it isn't about the price anymore. It is about the value of buying from somebody that they know, like, trust, and know what they're going to get. I mean, that that is the core. And you are doing a phenomenal job with that. Phenomenal job. Well, I learned it, honestly, from you. So <laughs> you're the teacher. You. You're the master. Hey, you know what? I could teach. I can teach all day long. If you guys don't do the work, it doesn't, it doesn't work. So you have done the work and you've shown what can be done. And I look forward to looking at some big, big numbers from you this year as you go forward. So. Yeah. So. so. If you guys want to see how this is done, you go over to busybethy.com. Go get signed up for her newsletter. And right now, hey, you get in on her drawing for a free Starbucks gift card. Who can't use that? Right. And spread the word. If you know a busy woman, go ahead and give a give Beth a shout out. Uh, she is in the uh, Danny App Academy. She's an appster. She's in there. She's very, very willing to help everybody. Uh, answer these questions. Yes. 
on the spot too, which I, I really appreciate. Thank you. Uh, and, and this is not easy, you guys. It is not easy to build a brand and market that brand and build a repeat customer base. But that's why there's such opportunity in it. And I am so thrilled with the work I've seen you do so far. And I look forward to your continued success with this. Thank so, you. You're very kind. Yeah. It's, it's you've really helped me a lot. I, you, the one uh, thing I wanted to say, what made the difference is in my business was joining the Abster group and going through all of your webinars you have on your site. And that was the game changer. I was, I was going to quit. In fact, I started applying job, for jobs at a bank last summer. So, but once I got hooked up with you, that all changed. So, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes. So that's, that, yes, I was going to work at a bank. That is that you have no idea how that thrills me because that's, that is what I'm all about. You know, I don't want anybody to have to go get a job. Jobs are yucky. <laughs> so yes, jobs are yucky. And I get to meet you next week in person. So yes. um, very much looking Bring forward it. to that. Bring you the, might need that hat and you might need a coat. I know. It's like, bring the sunshine to Ohio, please. <laughs> so, all right, Beth, thank you so right, much for coming you. on. Thanks for having me. And uh, of course, we'll be talking over in the Abster group. So there right. you go. Thank you so much. All right. And we'll be back after a short commercial. Millions of online sellers are looking for one identity to use in thousands of platforms. E-Rated manages your reputation by importing unlimited social media, marketplace, and behavioral data. It reveals your cross-platform performance, compares it with competitors, and calculates your e-worth. And it gives you the tools you need to improve sales and find room to grow. Discover your e-worth and your own reputation shareyourreputation.com. And don't forget, Danny Deal gets you 20% off their premium services, uh, which are truly, truly awesome. So I just got, I, I had no idea. Um, I've known Beth, like I said, for like a year, I had no idea that she was about ready to go get a job um, before she took the training in the, um, the Danny App marketing system. So I, that just, that just tickles me, you guys. You have no idea. <sighs> And yes, Stephen Bond says, hey, guys can have messy closets, too. Um, are you bragging about that? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, I think all the women, all the women would say that's like a given. <laughs> and Scott's saying, hey, shh. <laughs> yeah, giving away the secrets. All right. Hey, how about we do a little, why won't they buy? <laughs> All right, let's see what we have this week. We have from, uh, who, who, where's my notes? Joan, oh, Joan, I, I'm Joan W. I'm going to butcher your last name if I try that. Um, we have a Susan Waking, Waking? I don't know this, I don't know this designer. Little Women Amy 20-inch Vinyl Baby Girl Doll. And, and you can already, you guys have been watching the show, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in that title. Um, so, of course, that would be the first thing I'd, I'd tighten in on. I did a little research. I got my notes. Uh, so I would change the title to Susan Waking Doll, Amy, Little Women. And I put limited edition in there um, 
instead of, I think that's what the limited 750 stands for. But remember with your titles, think, 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 think like a buyer who is searching for that item. What are they typing in? They're not going to type in LTD 750. They may not even know there's only 750 of them. So that's a very dangerous thing to put in your title uh, because that's this many people probably know there was 750 of those. Um, So change that title first. Take all that extra stuff off that goes great in the item specifics. And the thing about the item specifics is that if somebody actually does know there was, you know, limited to 750 and they search for that still comes up still comes up so that cleans up your title gets the same information in there and makes it much more likely you're going to come up and search here's the other thing if you come down here um we've got the picture of the baby doll's face and we've got this picture um i don't know about you guys but i is very hard to see what that is I would take another picture of the whole doll because there isn't a picture of the whole doll from the front. Now, I actually, I I looked for a stock photo of this or another photo out there. There isn't one. It's, this is a very hard to find doll, which is a good thing. And here, I love giving this advice. Raise your price. Raise that price up to like, and do free shipping. Do free shipping. Uh, Here I just made you, let's see, you got $139. I'm giving you another $60. You can cover the shipping in that. Um, Truly, this doll is a limited edition. Very few out there. The only other site that I found selling these dolls sells them for $239. Now, when it comes down to that little pricing issue, I don't know if they're selling them for $239, but if somebody's searching and they see yours, you want to be under that. And if you can get right under that $200 threshold, while it's only a $40 difference, it seems like a lot more. Mentally, holy smokes, $199 versus $239 seems a world away for people. So you're going to get the sale if those two things come up. And here is the other thing. Now, okay, we're live. Let's see if this still happens since I made my notes yesterday. And, yep, here's another problem. I'm seeing zero results in your store. And you gave me a live listing. So that means there is something going on there with your listings. And I would be giving eBay a call because that's a little distressing because you gave me an item number. We know that item is listed. And when I go to your store, there are zero listings and it doesn't say you're on vacation. So, uh, and anybody else, you might want to check this. Have somebody else look at your store, look at your listings. Uh, eBay's, let me just say, you guys, eBay has been glitchy as all get out the last couple of weeks. And if you've kind of stayed in tune with what's going on, they are changing softwares. They are changing metrics. They're they're changing all this stuff. And whenever that happens, and I know this because my husband's a programmer, you get side effects of other things that break. And if they don't get reports of those things breaking, they don't know to fix them. So uh, you guys need to check this stuff. Make sure your items are showing up and make that call and bombard eBay 
with this because they need to fix it. Obviously, we're paying for it. They need to fix it. Um, I will tell you, and they may hate me for saying this, if you go over to the eBay for Business Facebook page, those are the most responsive eBay people out there. If you have an issue going on, comment on that page. You're going to get a response. I got to give them kudos for that because um, they're awesome about responding to you. Okay. So, I mean, I mean and this could be the, the major problem here is it's just not showing up. So, hopefully that sells now. All right. Our next item comes from Alisa Hensley. She has a Mexican Talavera pottery candelabrum centerpiece candlestick. Okay, Lisa, I'm just going to smack you right there. And I can do this because Lisa and I are friends. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> that title. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Um, yeah, let's change that title to Mexican Talavera pottery. Talavera pottery is very searched, all right? And then I would call this a candelabra, not a candelabrum. So that that one little change right there. Because eBay search has been so particular about what comes up. I mean, I think that one little one little change right there can make all the difference. Uh, you, you know, take the green, the blue, the gorgeous out of there. Um, and... Here's the other thing, and and Lisa knows this. I'm 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 preaching to the choir here. She doesn't have any other Mexican Talavera pottery listed. That's going to make it a lot harder for a single piece to sell. That's the whole idea behind niche to profit. The more you keep listing things that appeal to the same person, the more likely they are to find these other items you have listed and go buy. Um, but that's just you know it's a little a little title issue there. Good pictures. Everything else is good. Price is good. So, yeah, just change change that title. Change that title. All right. How about a little store review? Yeah, I caught him off guard. I caught Scott off guard because I'm ahead of schedule today. not want to run out of time today. This is important stuff. All right. Now I got to find my little store here. Oh, there we go. Okay. This comes from Marsha Thompson Pennyfeather. She, I, I got to read you what she wrote because when, when I put this out there on the Danny app Facebook group, that's where you get to submit. If you want a store review, by the way, uh, she goes, uh Oh, LOL. Okay. Let's see. Do I need a banner? Is using the auction graphic effective? Are the pictures okay? Should I move my household items, glass and barware, etc., to my buying account and use this one for clothes, shoes, sports? Can I just stop right there? And I'm not going to pick on you, Marsha. This is this is a general pick on for you guys. So there is this need that many of you have to hold on to stuff because somewhere someone told you, but. This should sell for X amount of dollars. And I'm going to tell you, if it hasn't sold within a couple of weeks, you're, you're looking at holding on to that item for a very long time in most cases. So this is where niche comes in. Now, niche doesn't have to be the same product, same product line. Niche is about, as we were talking with Beth earlier, it is about who the customer is. 
So if you know who that customer is and what they buy and what things appeal to them, the more likely you are to be selling things consistently. Um, so I don't, I don't want you, any of you holding on to stuff just to hold on to stuff because you made the investment. And, and I'm just, let me just say right now, okay, this is embarrassing. I have a garage full of, I'm just going to call it crap, that has not sold in the last year that I'm having to seriously take a look at and go, didn't sell. I'm, I'm putting stuff on sale. I'm giving it one last shot. And then it is gone. It is out of there because it just wasn't the right stuff for my buyer. So I, we all do it. Okay. Every retail store does it. That's why you can go to Walmart and Kmart and Target and find clearance. Not everything sells. It is a fact of retail. Don't take it personally. Don't take it as you're a failure. Move on. Clearance, liquidate, move on and get some really good stuff in there. Uh, so I, I'm always cautious about telling you move that over to another ID unless you've really developed the first store, the first site, and you know what's working and you know how that's doing. And then you can now, okay, now it's time to rinse and repeat and do this with another niche. Okay. So don't just move it for moving sake. It should, it should move quickly if it's a good item at a good price. And yeah, I know it. That is a, that is a tough topic. Um, do your categories make sense? Well, let's take a look. Yeah. And the, and the banner is, is kind of covered up and I'm not sure if that's something just going on with eBay right now. Uh, eBay. I got to tell you, eBay is a mess right now. I'm just going to, I'm just going to click. Yeah, I am. I'm going to try doing a full screen. Yeah, no, it's still, uh, that's, I, eBay, eBay, you're a mess right now. You're a mess. You know, like, I'm just going to click the visit store again just to see. Ah, there we go. So that's interesting. That's interesting because the URL that you gave me went to that other. And then here I come to your, the site that eBay's showing your site. And I think this is like our fourth store review in a row where um, you guys say sales are kind of down and kind of iffy. And then I go here and you guys still have that classic store, that old eBay store. And I got to tell you, I know this is hard to give up. I know it is because we used to be able to do so much with this old store format. We could do all these promotion boxes and, and oh my gosh, it was great. And, and it used to get all this SEO and not anymore. eBay is not promoting any of this. eBay is kind of abandoned this, your about me pages, all that stuff. It's, it's dead in the water. You really have to get the new look. Let's see. Um, up, 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 up. But they redid the sign-in page. That's real important too, isn't it? Um, Stephen Bond, I'm not sure what you mean by they redid the sign-in page. Um, expand on that a little bit for me, what you mean about that. Um, let's see. And, and how can you tell if you have the old store? This is the old store. The old store has the tiny logo and the and then you have... 
I mean, it's it has these little colored headers, and they can be all different colors, but it's the same look and really, really tiny pictures. And I think that's the biggest issue. That is the biggest issue is the really, really tiny pictures. Yeah, let me go pull up my store real quick for you guys so you can see the difference. Oh, look at that. Let's see. Oh, good. We have we have good internet here. Thanks, Scott. There we go. Okay, so I I have the the new we call it the new store. Um, it's got the big banner and you've got branding. And then you go down here, and I think this is most important of all is you can. Oh, and now you guys know the answer to pick it or pass it, don't you? Um, <laughs> it's okay. All the entries are in. <laughs> but you get the featured items now. When you're selling one-off items, this isn't as exciting as it is if you're truly niched with a line of products because you get to put those featured items there, but still really good because it's really big. And they, and they use the newest. And you come down here, see how big those pictures are? Those pictures are huge. And I'm telling you, people are buying off of pictures. So let's go back over. Oh, let me go. Okay find her store. Now, where, where'd it go? I'm losing my mind here. Okay. Did I like scoot off of her, her thing here? That would be bad if, if I took away from the one I was doing there. No, that was busy Bethy. Oh, I see. Kite. eBay, you're so confusing. No, that's not it. I lost my, I lost my little page that I was looking at. <laughs> Go figure. All right. The the thing is, though, that you really do want to get that new look. And, and I'm going to stress that. And say, okay, if you're listening and you want a store review done, do me a favor. And if you're watching or if you're looking at the wherever, if you're putting in to have your store reviewed, which you can do over on the Facebook group, the Danny app Facebook group, make sure you have gotten the new store look first. That would be way more advantageous to you. And don't be afraid. Do it without having a perfect header. Do it without having everything perfect in place first. Because, I mean, I can help you guys. You know that, right? If, you're, if, you, if it's perfect, then there's nothing to fix. It's good. Come on over. Do the new store look. And then let's look at it. And then let's look at how to build that marketing behind getting your store out there. I'm telling you guys, this is the key, is to really hitting your customer in that first, what is it now, three seconds, two and a half seconds that you have to grab people's attention because they have such short attention spans now. I, truly, pictures is everything. So we can work on this. We can do this. And, and even if you don't want to come on the show and, and have it out there, you know, for thousands of people to look at, <laughs> I know that could be a little intimidating. Come on over to the group. Join the Danny App Academy. That is what we do. We help you make your store better so that you can sell more stuff. All right. All right. Oh, let's see. Oh, let's see. Scott's telling me there's another chat question. Oh, there we go. Old store format. Guilty. Uh, Fiverr. Good idea to redo store. Uh, you can do it for free. Just go to Canva. Canva.com. That is how I did the Utterly Good Stuff one, by the way. Take some images of the things that you sell, 
put them together on Canva and I'm it's really easy. It's really user friendly and it's free. They have some paid elements like you can pay a dollar or two for if you want to use some of their pictures. If you upload your own pictures, free. It's free. I love free. And I really want to tell you guys don't worry about being perfect. Perfect is not what matters. Jump out there. Just like Beth said, she was scared of putting her newsletter out there because she was afraid that it wasn't going to be good enough. And I know that holds a lot of you back. I know. I know it does. It held me back for a long time. I want to look good when I put something out there, but truly put it out there and grow and, and expand and get out of your comfort zone, you guys. If it's uncomfortable and you do it, you know you're growing. How about that? Do something that terrifies you every day. So um, thank you, Marsha, for submitting your store. And uh, next, we're going to show you what happens when you get things fixed up. Okay, Scott was just making fun of my music. It is not that kind of music. Oh, look, I just I just found the Roundup company again. <sighs> Technology. All right. Susan Williams. Pick this up at a Savers. Let me pull up the original listing instead of the little teeny tiny listing. This is, oh, it looks like a phone. Looks like a phone. Let's see, she picked this up at Savers. Item number is 37145134 Okay, but we were talking about the good old days a little while ago. I can remember when the item numbers were just in the four to five digits. That is crazy. It's crazy. And you could just remember them and you could just rattle them off. What are they now? One, two, three, four, five, six, five, nine. Holy smokes. Too much to too much to even count. All right. Susan picked this up at Savers for $6.99. She purchased a new battery for $4 and accepted a best offer of $70. (laughs) That's a a slot machine jackpot, by the way, you guys. I'm in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I thought we needed to, you know, we need to ramp it up a little bit. Um, Do you see how beautiful best offer is? That was only $5 off the price she was asking, but there are customers out there who want to feel in control. They want to be able to say, ah, I got it less than, you know, what they were asking. $5 is nothing when your margin is that huge. And uh, what is this? It's a Uniden DECT. It's a cordless, waterproof, submersible phone. Oh, so you could take like your phone in the pool. That's cool. Do people do that? <laughs> I just got this image, you know, like, you know, on the on the pool raft with the phone and the cocktail and the little yeah. And then you fall into the water. And, oh, but your phone is good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just want to tell you guys, the, the big takeaway from here is that she went and got a new battery for this, which cost four bucks. Total investment, eleven dollars. And I think so often people are afraid to put any more money into something like an electronic or betting. We do this. I say we, me and my mom, who helps me with my plush account. We get those like animated 
plush toys, people turn them into the thrift store when the batteries wear out. We take them, we put a new battery in them, and we get 40, 50 bucks for something we paid $3 for in a battery. It's crazy. Buy the batteries. Buy the batteries, you guys. Oh, let's see. Uh, I sold the margarita. Oh! Oh! Jackpot! <laughs> Christina is over in the uh, chat. I went on a day with Danny with her up in Seattle, Washington, and I made her buy this uh, Margaritaville blender thing. Uh, it was $20. It was $20. Uh, she just sold it for 200 Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yay. I'm telling you guys, hey, I'm going to be in Ohio. I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio, and Atlanta, Georgia next week, and there's still space to go sign up. This is what I do. I help you find $200 items. That's what it's about. All right. Oh, how do you sign up? You go to daywithdanny.com, of course. All right. Who else we got? Oh, Paula. Paula Turner. Paula, are you in my chat today? Paula has an incredible store. Um, we see a lot of her scores. It, and you guys, if you see a lot of repeat people on these hot sales, I'm going to tell you, they're appsters and they've learned their niche. <laughs> That's, I'm just saying, put two and two together there. All right, Paula bought this for $15 at an antique fair. She had these listed for five months. Now, this is what we call a long tail item. Long tail meaning you got to wait for the right person to come along. They are altar floor candles. And I've had experience selling these. These are, they're big. I mean, we're 22 inch candles. I mean, and they're used in church altars. They're big. They're beautiful. They take somebody with a big custom home or possibly a church buying them. But really think about this. Somebody who has a home like that, they probably have a little money to spend on their decor, right? So don't price this stuff cheap. They know what they're buying, and it's all about filling a need of making like that special spot in their house. So she sold these for $220. Now, yeah, she declined several offers of around 130 and I commend you for doing that uh, because this is a hassle factor item you gotta box those bad boys up and ship them oh oh she told me who they're going to they're going to a Roman Catholic church in the UK there you go yes they're shopping on eBay uh, so I mean this is a really cool item she called them what they are vintage all Paula has incredible pictures and an incredible niche. Everything in her store is very high-end, decorative items like this, hard-to-find items like this. Um, she's done an amazing job building that niche, even though we still fight about not doing free shipping. I, you know I had to do that, Paula. <laughs> Let's see. We have time for one more? Oh, I think we have time for one more. All right. So this is from Donna Weeway. Donna um, has a little bit of a challenge because Donna's up in Canada. So she needs to charge shipping. It's, uh, she tried the free shipping before and it made her very, very uncompetitive because the shipping is double or triple what it would be for 
for those of us here. But she has fixed that by finding very unique, hard to find, groovy items. Uh, So Donna bought this a few months ago at an auction. She paid $35 Canadian. I don't know. What is the Canadian dollar now? Is it not? Yeah. So I don't know. You guys do the math. I'm not doing the math. (laughs) Uh, Her hubby thought that she was stark raving mad for buying that ugly thing. Oh, come on, Donna. You know, I'm right there with you, girl. Ugly sells. I love ugly. Uh, Joke's on him. She got the equivalent of $199.43 plus shipping, plus shipping um, for him. And the chat, smile. Um, So this is a Trader Vic's Honey Honey Tiki Mug. Um, And the cool thing is about Tiki Mugs is that there is a culture of Tiki Mug collectors and sometimes it isn't about the price. It's just about finding the mug. Um, I grew up in uh, in that culture. My stepfather was a famous tiki carver from the 70s. And uh, man, I, I remember enough to know that we went to some of these people's houses that he was doing some of this tiki carving for. And like the whole house was tiki. It was... It was this whole, like, I want to be in Hawaii kind of thing going. Uh, and that still stands true today. People have tiki bars and tiki collections. So um, the rarer, the better, of course. But yay. Um, I, so awesome. I love, I love when you guys sell something that your spouses go, are you crazy? I, I've lived with that for 20 years. <laughs> He doesn't do it. Well, I got to tell you right now, our entire living room is covered in boxes of boots. And if he started, the word started to come out of his mouth. It's like, what? And then he goes, never mind. (laughs) Because I got a good deal on him, right? And uh, there are those like sexy platform patent leather boots. And I got them for like five bucks a piece. So, ka-ching. Saying. All right. Good job on the the uh, hot sales, you guys. How about a little pick it or pass it? All right. And do we have last week's little item to put up there? There it is. Did I pick it or pass it? You know, I almost bought the, the little thing next to it because she's awful cute. Anyway. Here's the silver glitter hat that we are going to put the winners into for this week. Um, so this is a uh, a vintage lamp base. It is the base only. Um, somebody guessed it was Lennox. It's not marked. It's ten bucks. So, uh, so let's see. We have Anne Marie. Marciano, uh, she guessed it was a lamp base, but she guessed I passed it. So Anne-Marie, fortunately, you guessed what it was, but I did pick it. So you get one entry. Carol Hearn says, lamp base, passed, unless very desirable brand. Don't know the brand. Don't know the brand. But you know what? Um, You did guess that it was a lamp base from the 40s or 50s. So you do get an entry. See, that's the cool thing. I make it fair, you guys. Uh, you got to get in my brain a little bit. And and surprisingly, the right answers usually come from the appsters. 
because I talk about this stuff all the time. Uh, Beth Tchaikovsky, lamp base. But she said, I pass. But Beth, you're in the drawing because you said it was a lamp base. We've got Pam Waldron. Uh, she picked it was a, a base to urn style lamp. We'll take it. And she guessed that I picked it. Ta-da! As you can see, let me pull up that listing again if I can find it. I did pick it and I did list it. That's a that's the painful part about this is I have to wait on this stuff to uh, air the winners so that you guys can't cheat and go see my listings. <laughs> there you go. All right, we've got uh, Dova Smith, the guest uh, urn style lamp base by Lennox. Now. It did look like Lennox, and Lennox actually did that uh, bird of paradise kind of handle thing, but it is not marked, so I couldn't say it was Lennox, but it does have a Lennox look. You are correct, um, but you still guessed it was a lamp base, and that I picked it, so you get two. Uh, Carla Sissio said lamp. Now, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give this one to Carla, even though she said it was a lamp. We'll take it. It's a lamp base, technically. Um, but it is a lamp, so yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna mince words there. So two entries there. Uh, Lisa Hensley. Oh, Lisa. Lisa says, and I, I have to read this. You picked it. It is too large and ugly for you to have passed it. It was once a lamp base. Yes, she knows me. It was once a lamp base that appears to have been. Converted to an urn if opened at the top. It's not. It's just called. A, it's still just where the hardware goes through, or just a decorative piece. Period. Hollywood Regency style. Yeah, you got it, baby. Two entries for Lisa. All right, and we have uh, Joanne Smith wrote, "It's a 1940s lamp that needs to be completely rewired. You passed because people are not buying this type of lamp." Unless they're like me and grew up in a house with lamps like this in every room. But then we don't want new fixtures on it. We want it original. I have to admit that it's beautiful, though. And while you only get one entry for guessing that it was the lamp base, I will tell you um, the key point you made there that it was beautiful. And, and if it was ugly, I would have passed it. But it truly is a standalone piece that can go on a mantle or a shelf. And that is why I picked it. Oh, and let's see who our winner is. I'm going to stir these up. Thank you. <laughs> Did I drop one? Oh, wait. Thank you, Scott. We can't have that. Okay. Who is our winner this week? It is Carla Sissio. <laughs> Carla, be sure that you email me and let me know if you would like a niche to profit t-shirt that says, what's it? I got niche watching niche to profit and Scott likes this part. Right. It's got the Vegas video network logo. <laughs> Um, just uh, email me with your size that would you, you would like if you'd like the t-shirt. Or we have niche to profit canvas tote bags. Great for taking to estate sales to load up your stash. Or limited, limited availability of the coveted minion tote bag. So don't laugh. He laughs. He's laughing over there. 
I love my minions. All right. So, how do you win this week? Well, look at me, just tearing the whole place down. You have to guess, did I pick it or pass it on this one? Now, here's your clues, because you get clues, right? First clue is, it's, that is not one of the clues, Scott. It is, he said it's ugly. All right. One, it's made in Dallas. Two, this pattern is a very festive thing. Three, only $5? Well, it is very functional. So you send your answers to niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. Niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. Should be right down there on your screen there. And you could be the winner next week. We'll pick a new winner next week. Awesome. Look at that. I didn't run over time, and I actually have time to finish the show. <laughs> oh, the little things make him happy over there. Yeah, have I got? Have I told you guys like how awesome my director is? I just got to say, yeah, yes, yeah. There he is. <laughs> he keeps everything running smooth. All right, you guys, um, send in your answers uh, next week. We're going to talk about buying liquidation, buying liquidation. Uh, I have a special guest coming in studio who is a, an expert in doing just that and making caboodles of money, let me just say. Um, so watch for that. Of course, you know, come on over, watch the replays on iTunes. And please, you guys, leave me a review. If you go watch it on iTunes or listen on iTunes, leave us a little review. I, you know, all reviews are good. Tell us how you really, really think, but make it five stars. You know, just saying. Um, we're on YouTube, both on the Danny App channel and the Vegas Video Network channel. All, all kinds of stuff over on those channels. Go check it out. I am not the only show on this network. Just saying. And there's Roku, Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV, and of course, the VegasVideoNetwork.com. Yes, you can always come and watch the replay here. We are here live every Thursday, so come here live. It's a lot of fun being in this chat. Thank you all for being in the chat today and uh, sending in your questions during the show. And with that, go be profitable and make it fun.